But back at the bookstore, we see Humpty explaining to some ladies how he got his nickname, which is just that he used to be a fat child. So, Which I feel like there should be more to that story. Like, Maybe it got cut for time. Yeah. <laughs> like, did he get pushed off a wall or something? Right? I would think so. Or did he crack his head open? <laughs> no one could put him back together again. Yeah. <laughs> Not Aww. even the horses. Not even the horses. That is true. All the, all the king's horses. Like and all the, it's the fact that the horses come first. Yeah, why did they ask the horses first? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I love that. <laughs> Hello, beloved listeners, and welcome to another episode of Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. I'm Kim. And I'm Katie. And we're here to talk about singing and dancing and Bollywood boys. I got so distracted by the fact that I said something different that I forgot. I did too. <laughs> you forget. You I was like, that. did I say all the right words? Is that the name of our podcast? <laughs> I mean, is it? I don't I'm know. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said all the right things. Um, but yeah, singing, dancing, Bollywood boys, <laughs> all of those things here on Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. <laughs> Precisely. This week, we're talking about Humpty Sharma, Ki Dohanya. Yeah. And I was thinking about the fact that last week, mm-hmm. we ended by saying neither one of us had been impressed by Ali Abat. Yep. In this film. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad and you're I... bringing this up. <laughs> I would like to issue a public apology yes. to Alia Bhatt, to the world, <laughs> to all of her fans, because we were wrong. We were wrong. I would like we to have a so sit-down conversation with myself in 2020 and be like, Kim, what are you thinking? She is fabulous. Yeah, I, she is. She just, I love her character in this. I remembered mm-hmm. her as being really annoying. She's not annoying. <laughs> not at all. I know. <laughs> I don't know where my head was at, but I couldn't disagree with my my past self more. Uh, me too. I was watching it and I was just like, what were we thinking? This know. is delightful. She's amazing. Yeah. Varun is amazing. They're both adorable and playing so well off of each They're other. Su- they have such good chemistry together. Yes. Yeah. I forgot how much I enjoy this movie. Like, it had been a while since I'd seen it. I really just, I liked everything about it. I really enjoyed so much of it. Yeah, and I think that you had brought it to me very, very early on in me branching out. When I think I was really still only interested in Shah Rukh Khan and Rithik. Mm -hmm. And so I wasn't 100% sold you weren't ready for this. yeah something without I, one right. of those two and boys s- yeah and so i think that i kind of minimized it yeah i enjoyed it so yeah. much it was just so sweet yep. and i really do think it captured the spirit of ddlj i agree yeah yeah the way i put it in my notes was that it's ddlj but if like it's yes. ddlj but if the boy is poor or if, like, the right. dad knows the whole time that he's the love interest. Yeah. Like, it just, it's, they took little moments to it. Like, the things that make DDLJ DDLJ. And they were like, okay, but what if we do it this way instead? And they created right. something that's totally new, 
but still yeah. like rings true to the original, which I think is really hard to accomplish with uh, an yeah. adaptation. And I think they just they hit it like really perfectly with parts that felt like DDLJ and parts that felt totally yes. New. And I kind of like it because it also takes away the sort of like fantasticalness yeah. of DDLJ, and it's like. Let's just be like, this is how this would really happen. Yeah. <laughs> Which I really appreciated and enjoyed. And yeah. I was already in love with Baroon. Mm-hmm. But he was so adorable. He's really like, adorable he's in this. Yeah. So adorable. <laughs> I love him. Yep. We said this for Dilwale last week, too. But like, he's even like more cute in this and like more young looking and I think it's because of his hair like he's got the hair in his face being on his forehead which makes him look so much younger and I just like oh precious baby angel (laughs) it really he really is because it's like yeah I was gonna be like I don't want to get graphic but like the baby of Arun I feel one way about yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then this Arun I'm like oh cute yeah it's honestly it's Uh, the way that i feel like we react to charuk a lot of the time where it's like yeah when we when you watch him in ddlj you're not like oh charuk yes but you're like right (laughs) yeah great flick i'm excited to talk about it yes i do want to call out two other people from the cast ashtush rana who plays the dad yeah who's very handsome. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, I was like, I don't know where we're going with this. I was so attracted to him. Yeah. I almost texted you to be like, do you also find Kavya's dad, like, super hot? Very, like, very Not just handsome. handsome. Yeah, no. Like, uh, hot. Like, <laughs> I was like, wow, hot yeah, dad alert. He's got the beard. He's got, like, the little bit of gray in his hair. He's, like, fit. Yeah. Too. He wears his clothes and he had very a, well. Like, like, he's well-groomed. He has a great laugh. Yeah, yeah, I was no, I was enchanted. I was I, I was a bit like I think I'm a little distracted. Yeah. <laughs> by how hot this dad is. It's fair. It's fair. It happens to the best of us. Um, on a similar note, um, Gorov Pandey, who plays the friend, and he's yes. also yeah the guy from also attractive, so from, cute. Um, <laughs> Flying Jot. Yeah, he is the brother of Flying Jot, or the brother cousin. Yeah, the (laughs) The brother cousin of Flying Jot. He's super attractive, too. He is so cute. Just an overwhelming amount of handsomeness coming from all directions, and that, you know, it's not necessary for me to enjoy a film, but it doesn't hurt. (laughs) Right. Yes. So that's the cast. Yeah. And this uh, film was also, it was written and directed by Shawshank Ketan. Yeah. Oh, and it's a yeah. it's a Dharma production, Dharma Productions. Yes. Which means Karan Johar was a producer. And that's why suddenly we get a Kuch Kuch Hotehe reference at the end of it. But we can talk about that when it happens. <laughs> yes. Great. Okay. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We open to a man banging on a public bathroom door. <laughs> also, so I, I didn't actually give Humpty's friends their names. That's okay. I don't know what their names are either. <laughs> All right, great. I just call them friends. That's fine. But so this man is banging on a public bathroom door calling for Humpty to come out. Mm-hmm. And the door opens and who should emerge but a beautiful girl 
followed by an absolutely adorable Varun. Yep. Whose name in this film is Humpty Sharma. Yep. So cute. And a bit of a womanizer. Yeah. I would not want to be womanized in a public bathroom. No. But that's me. So, you know. It's, yeah. <laughs> Teach their own. It's an interesting choice. I, I have questions about how that came about, but, you know, yeah. I don't need to Doesn't know the matter. answers. <laughs> He's got game, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and then over the opening credits, we get a montage where we see Ali Abat. We don't know who her character is yet, but her name is Kavya. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kavya is hanging out with friends, going to the mall, playing games. And then we see Humpty watching DDLJ mm-hmm. with his two best buds crying. Yeah. And we also can put together during this opening montage that Humpty really wants a specific red car. Yes. So we see him eyeing that. Mm -hmm. After the credits, we focus on Kavya, and we learn that she is very jealous of her friend who just bought a super expensive designer skirt for her wedding. Yes. And then Kavya goes to her father, hot dad, (laughs) and tells him that she wants a designer skirt for her wedding. Yes. She says she didn't get to choose her husband, so at least she should get to choose her skirt. And she does not want a locally made skirt. No. I was just going to share that the translation to USD is $3,000 for this skirt. That's actually a lot less than most people spend, I feel like, on their wedding dress. I think very much depends on the person. I I guess it depends on the person. Yeah, that's about twice as much as most of the people I know have spent on their wedding dresses. And that's also like one component of one outfit. Right, of the right. And not to mention all the wedding jewelry. Yeah. I feel like I I feel like I responded in a very bougie snobby way. (laughs) So let's just, uh, wow, yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) No, that didn't sound genuine. I'm so Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not nothing. No, it's definitely not nothing. Yeah, no, you're, I mean you're nothing. yeah, definitely people spend more than that on wedding dresses in the U.S. But that is but also they also like, spend less. They yeah. also spend less, and also that's like the the whole dress, and this is, is like true. one piece of you know a whole picture. Yes. Anyway, her brother and father refuse to give her the five lakhs for her skirt. So Kavya says that she's going to visit their aunt and uncle in Delhi for a month, um, where she will figure out how to buy the skirt herself and or buy a different skirt or whatever. She's going to kind of just She's got skirt it plans. Out. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. We then get some background about Swati, Kavya's sister, mm-hmm. who made a love match, married him, and it didn't work out. We don't know why. But we can put together that her father is very ashamed of how that marriage did not pan out. And this Um, is one of the things that I think is really smart about this adaptation is mm -hmm. the inclusion of this story. Because Kavya is a much more independent, like, free-thinking person than we really see Simran have the chance to be in DDLJ. And so giving... Like, having this be the reason that she's complying with her father's choice for her marriage is, like, it's such a good plot choice. It makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Agreed. And then we switch over to Humpty, who is looking over a wall with his two buddies as they try to figure out how to steal test answers from 
his professor mm-hmm. from Humpty's professor because he's worried about passing this history test yeah but so they tie up this professor on a swing and threaten him with cricket bats and Humpty's like look just give me the answers to the test I'll even pay you the professor refuses but then Kavya appears mm-hmm. because the man on the swing is her uncle who yes. lives in Delhi and Humpty approaches her and he explains that he needs the test answers. And so she's like, all right, it's cool. Like, my uncle's never going to agree to cheat. So I'll just go into his office and get you the answers if you give me 10,000 rupees. And he's like, okay, deal. And sure enough, he ends up passing the test. Did you catch the Jadu reference in here? <gasps> There's no. there's a moment I don't really I don't remember what the context Jadu. is but he asks her like who are you and she's like the tri- the oh the alien the she's like I'm an alien and then the the subtitles say I'm ET's sister but if you go back and listen she says I'm Jadu's sister oh because I did see the subtitle say ET but I think I wasn't listening yeah I like that Jadu is part of the like vernacular exactly as he yeah. should be everybody knows Jadu yeah. But so Humpty excitedly tells his dad that he passed the test. And as Humpty is doing this work around the bookstore, that is their family business, his friend, his like Facebook stalking connoisseur friend. (laughs) We all have one. Oh, yeah, we do. And if we don't, we become that person. (laughs) Um, So yes, his friend fills him in on what he's learned about Kavya, which is that she's from Ambala, And she's engaged to an NRI, Mm -hmm. non-resident Indian, so she'll be leaving India in a month. And Humpty, having heard all this, immediately sets out to woo her. Yes. And so he starts by basically just following her around and annoying her until she pays attention to him, which is not unlike Shah Rukh (laughs) in DDLJ. (laughs) Yep, that's true. And Humpty ends up inviting Kavya to a party, And when she asks if she'll be going as his sister or his girlfriend, he says, I'm (laughs) (laughs) open-minded. So many times that I was just like, oh, you adorable, charming mother. (laughs) Um, At the party, Kavya enters in a gust of wind, looking gorgeous. Yeah, she's wearing a peplum top with a vest over the top of it. Yeah. Which peplum tops will always just sit you right in. Like, the teens, you know? Like, the 20 teens. I didn't know that was what that was yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a peplum? A peplum, yes. Yeah, with, like, the, it's like your shirt has a skirt. Yeah. Which, actually, <laughs> like, I do understand that people don't think that's stylish anymore, but it is a very flattering... It is. Because it, like, you know, it exaggerates your hips, and it's, which, like, takes then makes your waist look smaller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But so Humpty sees her, and immediately, like tags the DJ to be like, okay, let's get this party starting. Yeah. Started. Started. (laughs) Not starting. (laughs) And we get our first dance number Mm -hmm. of the film, Lucky Two, Lucky Me, which I do think it's my favorite music video. Okay. Like, I really love the stuff that's happening in this dance number. Yeah. The song itself is not as interesting as my actual favorite. I think I agree with that. It's a really fun video to watch yeah i think it's funny that they're like at this club that's also in like a gym because there's a rock wall and the dj booth is in a wrestling ring like yeah it's where is this place (laughs) yeah yeah i was like i love all the hip thrusting Uh uh-huh yep it's great um and yeah when they're dancing on the rock wall yeah (laughs) 
just like, this is fun and weird. It is fun and weird. Yeah, it's like, I don't know why this is happening, but I'm not opposed to it. And then all the ladies do a choreographed chair dance. Always love a chair dance. Yep. Right? And I, I wrote that I was like, this is giving big, like, boy band, girl band energy. Yes, yeah. Which I love. I do, yeah, I think it's fun when we can have a good, like, boys against girls kind of a number. That's that's a good mm-hmm. time. And then he does, like, a a headstand. yeah. That was impressive. Was I was impressive. like, that's him. Yeah. No, this was a this was a really fun one. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was. And I did also just note that the lyrics, at least the, the English translation that we get, is holding hands is so passe. Let's get a little lucky tonight. <laughs> Which I think it's so funny that it's just like, let's just have sex. Like, who needs to hold hands? Ooh. <laughs> like <laughs> that's so out of fashion. Like, yeah, let's just round all the bases and <laughs> And who knows? Slide Maybe right it is. Home. Maybe it is. But it does remind me of um, the Jonas Brothers have a song SOS. I don't know if you're familiar with that song, <laughs> but in there, there it, there's a line where it's like hugs are overrated just FYI. And I have been offended by that line since I was in, like, middle school and this song came out. Like, hugs are great. Hugs so, are great. Holding hands is great. Hugs are great. Sex is also great. You don't have to not handhold it. <laughs> you can do all of those things. <laughs> you can. <laughs> Just because you've had sex with a person doesn't mean you can't hold their hand or hug them anymore. Right. <laughs> Another PSA. Another important PSA. <laughs> Anyway, Kavya and her friend have a curfew, so she ends up leaving the party early, much to Humpty's dismay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, the next day, Humpty sees Kavya's friend, whose name is Gupreet, uh, and sh- he sees her getting, like, basically manhandled onto a guy's motorbike. Yeah. Uh, so then Humpty goes to find Kavya, and he finds her at a pawn shop, kind of having a conversation about her earrings mm-hmm. with the owner. But he kind of waits for her to be done. She comes out and he takes her out for coffee. And at coffee, Kavya tells Humpty about her skirt plans. Yes. And he just starts laughing because he's like, you're never going to get 500,000 rupees mm-hmm. because you're not savvy enough. Like, he says something like, you know, you think you're a con woman, but, like, you charged me 10,000 rupees for the test answers when I would have paid 50,000. I also, can I make a correction? Because I just realized, I think I may have my math wrong. I think I forgot that her friend wanted a two and a half. Two and fifty. Right, because then she wants double. And she wants double. So I think actually her skirt is 6,000 US dollars. That's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> I yes. <laughs> that is a lot. But but Kavya takes offense to this and she gets mad and she calls Humpty an idiot and she leaves. Then later Humpty is doing slow push-ups with his bros. I do appreciate that they do show him working out with his friends. Yeah. Whenever you're like you've got a muscular dude and you're telling me he's not athletic and he just sits around all the time right. and like it's like, that's not how that works. He wouldn't that's look That's not like how that. that works. So I know he's doing very slow push-ups, yeah. but I'm like, okay, thank you. Well, I, I do. I also, I made a specific note that he is working out in just, like, his underwear his, and, his and a, like, mostly unbuttoned collared shirt. Yeah. He looks great. Yeah. He's doing him. <laughs> um, he and his one friend then physically squash 
<laughs> the Facebook stalking friend to get him to agree to find out more information about the friend, yep. Gupreet. So after that happens, Humpty finds Kavya in a cafe and tells her that Gupreet is in trouble and having an affair with a boy. Mm-hmm. Kavya accuses him of lying and he's like, look, I can clear everything up. So he takes her to a skirt store where they find out that Gupreet had lied about the price of her skirt. Like you said, she had told Kavya that her skirt was 250,000 rupees, but the salesperson says, oh yeah, I sold this skirt for 70,000 to her. Um, And it looks exactly the same, but the salesperson is like, yeah, but this is a fake. And Kavya then talks to Gupreet, who explains that she had broken up with her boyfriend, because she's currently engaged, Mm -hmm. but she had a boyfriend before that, that she'd called things off, but that boyfriend then blackmailed her with a sex tape. Oh, yeah. So she took the money that her father had given her for the skirt, the 250,000 rupees, she'd bought the fake one, and then given the difference to her boyfriend to pay off the blackmail. Yeah. Kavya calls the bookstore and asks him to meet up with her because she wants to get the money back from the terrible Mm ex-boyfriend and teach him a lesson. Yes. And Humpty agrees to help her, and he also invites her to his birthday party. Yeah. But it's not actually his birthday. No, but he says it is, and birthdays are sacred. You cannot miss. As we've learned. Yeah, (laughs) a birthday. Precisely. Uh, Kavya and Humpty then have a beer chugging contest, which she wins. Mm -hmm. All the boys are very impressed by this. Yes. And then she demands music, and they all dance. And it looks like a fantastic time. Yeah. And they even dance uh-huh. to Bala Vichikari. It's very entertaining. I also noted, like, this is my ideal kind of party. Just one where you get tipsy with your friends and sloppily dance to Hindi music. Yes. Same. I know. I was like, this genuinely looks like my ideal. We did this for my 29th birthday <laughs> yeah it's great i loved it <laughs> um but yes after they dance humpty and kavya are sitting chatting and he tells her that he'll solve gupreet's problem and get her a designer skirt without her having to sell her earrings oh yeah once again very sweet mm-hmm. yeah I, always... I will say he sorry I just I I like the character of a boy who's like a little bit a little bit bad a little bit kind of you know has maybe some 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 behaviors that aren't the best yeah. but ultimately he's a sweet guy and he will do whatever right. he can for the people he loves like that's just he just always yeah. a good character always someone you can root for he makes rash decisions sometimes yes, he does I was going to say I do think that they did his characterization. I don't want to say better than Raj because Raj was really good too. But but there were some points in DDLJ where I'm just like, Raj is so annoying yeah. and the only thing <laughs> keeping us on his side is how charming he is. Yes, yeah. Whereas Humpty is like just charming yeah. and not really annoying. Yeah, you're right. He, I've never found him annoying. Um, no. Just there were some moments where I was like, oh, you. <laughs> yeah, right. You might give him a little slap. Whereas Raj, you're like, I'm going to punch you in it's the like, face for spraying me stop. with water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk. Just sit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so during this little heart to heart, Humpty asks Kavya why she's marrying an NRI. Mm-hmm. And she explains that it's an arranged marriage. And he's like, okay, well, most engaged girls don't spend the month before their wedding in Delhi alone. 
And so she then tells him about her sister's marriage. Yeah. She's like, yeah, my sister made a love match. It didn't work out. It's all very stressful. I don't want to take my sister to go wedding dress, like wedding skirt shopping because mm-hmm. she's it's still tender. Um, and then Humpty decides, all right, we're opening up. Now's the time to lean in for a kiss. And she's just like, no. He, he doesn't even <laughs> lean in. He just closes his eyes and hopes right, and that she'll appear. <laughs> You know, I guess, you know, 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> that invitation's either going to work or it's not. It's true, yeah. <laughs> I respect that in a way. <laughs> and she then is like, okay, it's too late for me to go home, so I'm just going to sleep here. Mm-hmm. So she tucks herself into a bed on the floor, goes to sleep. When Kavya wakes up the next morning, she sees clothes strewn around the floor, and Humpty's sitting there with his shirt half unbuttoned and lipstick marks all over his chest. Uh-huh. Seem familiar? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, so he starts reenacting the scene from DDLJ, only for her to just like haul off and sock him yeah. in the stomach. <laughs> and he's just like, oh my god, ow. And she was like, I was drunk. I didn't lose my memory. Yeah. <laughs> I also, I really like thinking about, like, I in my mind, um, Humpty had one of his friends kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. They seem like, they, they seem tight. Yeah. They would do that. Yeah. He was also very, like, adorably disheveled. Like, yeah. he's just adorable, this yep. whole film. Very adorable. Later, Humpty and Kavya are in Kavya's car, spying on the blackmailing ex-boyfriend and the wife of a professor who are having an affair. Mm-hmm. And Humpty gets his other friend to get a job at the hotel where these two meet up so that Humpty and Kavya can bug the room where they always come for their rendezvous. Mm-hmm. And in this moment in the hotel, I love it because Kavya takes off her wrap and Humpty's just staring at her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? He's like, you look hot. And she was like, I was born hot. <laughs> That's a great, great reaction. It really is. She's like, stop. Yeah, this is not news to me. <laughs> move on (laughs) oh that was just great and that was i think when i was fully like won over to her and her personality her energy is just excellent yeah (laughs) yeah um humpty and kavya and the friends get a sex tape of these people having a a sexual encounter Mm -hmm. um and they send it to both the ex-boyfriend and the professor's wife and both of them pay up but then Kavya feels guilty because the wife of the professor had given her wedding jewelry yeah. to pay the uh, ransom. And Kavya's like, this isn't how I want to earn my skirt. So she ends up giving the money back yeah. to the woman. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the woman's fault anyway. Right. All she was was, like, having an affair with a younger man. Yeah. Like, good for her if that was what she needed in yeah life. the boyfriend's the bad guy like she i mean it's not great to cheat on your spouse but like what do we know maybe she and her husband are in an open relationship like that's right yeah get it girl <laughs> maybe i don't know <laughs> i'm not condoning and cheating on your no, spouse no but, but you're she didn't whatever. she wasn't doing anything as blatantly wrong as the boyfriend right yeah and then they give the money to Gurpreet, who is very grateful. Mm-hmm. So she can now buy her actual skirt. And at Humpty's bookstore, his friends and his dad all give him money that they had saved up. And they tell him, go get Kavya the skirt. Mm-hmm. 
And Humpty is very touched, and he brings all the money to Kavya, but she's like, I can't accept this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, no, think of it as a loan, and you can repay me in, like, dollars after your wedding. Yeah. And then he says, you could have wanted a 750000 uh, 750,000 rupee skirt, and I still would have gotten it for you. Uh. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> Even though, I guess, he didn't really get it for her. <laughs> no, but you know. But they did say, like, his dad was like, this is an advance on your salary. So maybe he did. I yes. don't know. Who knows? <laughs> it's also just like, he's doing this for her to wear at her wedding yeah. to another man. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's, like, not asking um, for anything from her. No. Which is very sweet. And Yeah. And she hugs him. Ed says thank you, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Okay, don't get emotional." <laughs> and it's a then he good walks hug, away. though. Very, very intimate. It was a very good <laughs> hug, and it reminded me a lot of another hug that Alia Bot has in another movie that's, that I love. Yep, that's also a very emotional hug. <laughs> then we get our next dance number. They say dance, uh, which is at Gurpreet's engagement party. Yeah, and it is super fun. I think I'm gonna say this is my favorite okay because I like the song a lot yeah and it does get stuck in my head I like this one a lot too I really I like the costumes um, yes I like Humpty's like shiny black coat with the bright pink pocket square I I really love it with like yeah. the white shirt underneath yep. he looks 10 out of 10 he does snazzy <laughs> <laughs> I also yeah. I also feel like his dancing is better in this movie than yes. it was in Dilwale. Like Which happened later. Was everybody just phoning it in for Dilwale? <laughs> I think so. I had that thought too, because yeah, we had had that conversation about Dilwale, and then I'm watching it and I'm like, no, here's the fluidity yeah. that he has as a dancer that I know he's capable of. Right. But it was it was great. He did great. And I also like there is a moment where <laughs> Humpty's like standing on the backs of some dudes yeah. <laughs> as he's like serenading Kavya. Like, what is happening? And then he I don't like know. jumps off their backs into their arms. Yeah. Was, or like it's falls into their arms. It's very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's a fun one. Yeah. It gets stuck in my head. And I also I also really like the part where everyone else disappears and it's just Humpty and Kavya like dancing together and they have a lot of there are a lot of very good all kind of pride and prejudice yes <laughs> very much all <laughs> pride and prejudice there are a lot of really good moments between the two of them like some good chemistry between the two of them in this mm-hmm. number yes that night Kavya drives Humpty home and she says that she will return home after Gupreet's wedding tomorrow mm-hmm. because her wedding preparations have already begun and he says that he'll never see her again because he's not going to come to her wedding. Yeah. And then she kisses him. Yep. She kisses him. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, she does. Get it, girl. And then they make love. They do. And it's very beautiful. Yeah. Afterward, as they're cuddling, he asks her if she loves him. Mm-hmm. And instead of answering, Kavya tells him the story of her sister, who married a boy she loved, who then turned out to be very abusive. Yeah. Uh, And her father never forgave her sister for that mistake. And I was like, I'd argue that it's the mistake of the man she married. Pretty sure that's very much the case. Who became abusive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, then Humpty kind of just holds Kavya, and they go to sleep, and the next morning he wakes up alone. Yeah. 
I do want to say that this may have been the moment in my Bollywood journey where I realized how attractive I find it when men are wearing bracelets. <laughs> oh, I I mean, I feel like, but aren't you just then going back to being in, like, middle school? I didn't, because all, like, the teenage heartthrobs of my, like, middle school life wore, like, leather bracelets. <laughs> Maybe more what this is is, like, the reawakening of that for me. I like, see. I had yes. that there lying dormant and this re- reawoke <laughs> that attraction well, for me. Well, Welcome. <laughs> We've been waiting for I'm, you. <laughs> I'm thrilled to be back. Yes, I feel like I'm back where I belong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. Bracelets are attractive. Yeah. Anyway, back in Ambala, we see the wedding preparations underway. And Kavya's mother and grandmother are talking about how Kavya did not return with a designer skirt mm-hmm. as planned. Meanwhile, Humpty is focusing on his work at the bookstore when a salesman comes by to deliver his new car. Uh-huh. So we can infer that Kavya took the money he had given her for her skirt, added what she had, and bought the car that he and his father had been saving up for. Yeah. And so Kavya is at the temple in Ambala with her family when she sees Humpty come in. He's there too. Yep. And at first I was like, are you just seeing him everywhere? And I, no, 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 he's there. Just strolls right in there. <laughs> um, I continue to be very impressed by. I don't know how big Ambala is, but like, how did you know? How did you know what temple they As, were going to wow, be? Wow, yeah, it's a great point. I didn't even just think like about in it. DDLJ. How did Raj know which mustard field to go to? <laughs> <laughs> well, did he just walk around playing? <laughs> That was why she kept hearing it in her head. He just kept going. He was just like wandering around playing at different parts of the city. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Okay. Uh, But Kavi's obviously surprised to see Humpty and they make eye contact. Mm -hmm. And then Humpty just gives her his adorable smile. And outside of the temple, she finds him like hiding behind a wall. And he is like, hey, do you like surprises? (laughs) And she's like, you're stupid. If my brother sees you, he'll kill you. Yeah. But but Humpty's very much like, eh, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. And he's like, okay, let's go talk to your dad about us getting married. Uh, But Kavi's like, are you kidding me? Like, you can't do that. My family will kill you. I still need to marry this other guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Humpty and his friends devise a plan. Yes. But so Humpty shows up at Kavya's house under the guise of delivering a skirt to her that she won in a raffle. Mm-hmm. And I really appreciated that this this ruse does not go on very long. No. Kavya's dad sees right through it. Yep. And he's like, all right, tell the truth. And Humpty's like, yep, okay. <laughs> and he tells him the whole story about how he met Kavya and fell in love with her and how Kavya then fell in love with him. But Kavya's brother and dad want none of this, Mm -hmm. so they push Humpty and his friends off the premises, and Kavya's brother and his goons beat up Humpty and his friends to scare them back to Delhi. And the friends tell Humpty to forget Kavya, but he's like, maybe I could have if we hadn't gone to Ambala, but now I I can't. And so he ends up calling Kavya's sister, who tells Kavya that Humpty is actually back in Ambala. They came back. Yeah. And then we get a montage song of Humpty and Kavya together, which is a mix of their past experiences and also the, like, what could be. Mm-hmm. Then Kavya's dad is at work when he sees Humpty standing there waiting for him. And he's all beaten up and bandaged, and this poor boy. Yeah. 
And Humpty is like, look, I know that you had an intercast love marriage. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so I know you believe in love because you had a love marriage. Yeah. But Kavya's dad gets really furious at this. But he's like, fine. And Kavya's dad tells him that Kavya will marry the man she's engaged to. But he's like, I have to have Kavya know that I gave her boyfriend a chance. Mm-hmm. So how about you stay in this house for the next five days? The fiancé is, like, arriving tomorrow. You keep an eye on him. And then at the end of those five days, you give me a reason why Kavya should not marry him. Yep. And if you can't come up with a reason, you leave on the sixth day and never see her again. But, yeah, so at Kavya's request that night, Humpty shows up at her room. And she's like, you haven't said it yet. And he's like, what? But I proclaimed it in front of your father. (laughs) Like, you were there. And, he, and then he says, well, Shah Rukh Khan looks cool on the screen when he says it. I'll look like a fool. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he won't. He's adorable. No, yeah. And Kavya's like, say it or I'll scream. <laughs> <laughs> so Humpty says, I love you. And he leans in for a kiss, only for her to shove him away. <laughs> it's very sassy. Yeah. And the next day, the fiance, Angad, arrives. Yes. And Humpty and his friends are dismayed <laughs> to learn that Angud is tall and handsome and put together yep. and seemingly perfect. Yeah. Um, I wrote that he's like Indian Ken. Yes. Um, yeah. He's too handsome. I was just thinking that. I was like, he's too handsome that I don't find him attractive. He's too handsome. <laughs> like when you're that handsome, you're probably not also interesting yes <laughs> yeah it also looks like his muscles were just like inflated yes he did look he had very large shoulders <laughs> yes and he does not drink nope and he also speaks perfect english yeah which i think was a very interesting touch just to have him introduce himself in english yeah and then humpty say myself humpty yeah and we hear um, Humpty, like, throughout the movie kind of have his silly little English poems and things. And yeah. So we, we know that that's not his best of his his best skill. Right. It doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. But he feels yeah. inferior in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And Humpty's friend even says that if Angud weren't marrying Kavya, he'd marry him. Yeah. Just setting up for his his one friend's gay awakening. Yes. <laughs> or by awakening. <laughs> Whatever it is. He's attracted to this man. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, and so that night, Humpty is smoking to relieve his stress when he gets caught by Kavya's father. Mm-hmm. And there's this moment where he's like, uh-oh. But then in the next scene, we see them sharing a cigarette. Yep. And when Humpty tells her father that Angud is too old for Kavya... Her dad is like, that's not a reason to not marry. Yeah. So, the next day, Angud reveals that he's very athletic and a great cook. Mm-hmm. Um, and the women of the house tell Humpty that these foreign men are great because they can cook and clean. And we also see Kavya's uncle arrive from Delhi, who is the same uncle that Humpty had tied up right. on the swing. I love how amused her dad yes. is by this <laughs> yes that's important to note because there is one scene where the uncle and her dad are just hanging out and her dad's like oh he tied you up huh and just laughing yeah. and then they both laugh like i like that that was really like a non-issue right 
Kavya's dad really wants to like Humpty. Like, I think he wants a reason yeah. to, to like him. And I think he's finding a lot of reasons. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And, yes, every night, Humpty and Kavya's dad share a cigarette and talk about on good. So there's this relationship forming. Yeah. But a few nights in, Humpty asks Kavya why she loves him. She tells him that he needs to stop comparing himself to Ongood. Right. Humpty's friends then arrive with the results of Facebook stalking Ongood. Mm-hmm. And they try to convince Humpty that Ongood is gay. Based on some affectionate photos with another guy they found on Facebook. Yeah. On his public Facebook page. Which I also think is funny because, like, the, these boys we've seen be very affectionate with each other. Yes. And I'm like, really? You do, like, what? <laughs> yeah, you're doing <laughs> the same thing. Why does this make like, him gay? <laughs> you kiss each other on the cheek, too. Yeah. Yeah, like, um, so they enact a plan. And then we get our next dance number. I don't even know how to, dengue. Is it like dengue-dengue-dengue? Dengue-dengue-dengue. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same word twice. Dengue-dengue-dengue-dengue. This is my pick for my favorite. Good. I've had this one on a mixed CD. I kind of, I was like, I know that you were going to choose this one. So I was like, good, I don't have to. It is just joyful. It's very joyful. Yeah. And I like that it's, we're like hearing all the different love stories Mm -hmm. from everyone in the family, which is really sweet. They're really cute. And I do love the little dance moves. Yeah. Uh, And there's also a moment, which I didn't notice until my second watch through, where Humpty is dancing, holding a toddler. He's holding a boy who's wearing the same outfit yeah, as outfit. him <laughs> it's so cute like who is that child it doesn't matter <laughs> it's very cute yeah i especially wanted to mention how much i love that they have a bunch of different playback singers in this song like mm. if you look at the credits on spotify there's like a ton of different people listed and one of that those people is udit narayan who I've talked about before is a really is like one of my favorite playback singers from like the 90s and the the early aughts and he sang mm. on the DDLJ soundtrack. Um, <gasps> oh, that's nice. And I liked that nod especially because it was for the part that the dad is lip syncing to that yeah. we have him, so that felt like a good kind of like generational moment to be like, you mm-hmm. know, and then here's this like classic classic guy. It's sweet. It's I really do like that song yeah and i had forgotten because it's also on my bollywood jams playlist but i would kind of just forgotten the context right. of it yeah and so i appreciated that reminder yeah, for sure and yeah it's a good one it is a good um one. but during the song humpty's friend who's definitely has feelings for on good feels up his butt yeah i also don't blame him for that no. either <laughs> consent's important yep. but also <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's a good looking butt. It's a good looking butt. And so he does that to try to get a confession that Angud is gay. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, Angud like is like pulls him into a quiet room to talk about this. But instead of coming out, Angud is just like, hey man, like I'm here for you. I've noticed you looking at me. Like I don't have those feelings, but how can I support you? Like, in coming out to your friends and family. He's a great like, guy. <laughs> he's a fantastic guy. <laughs> no doubt about yeah. it. And the next day, Kavya is singing Batavizadil. Yeah, she is. To herself at the internet cafe. <laughs> when 
Angud invites her out to dinner with him. Mm-hmm. And immediately after this happens, she runs home to Humpty and yells at him for not stopping the wedding yet because she's like, I don't want to go on this date. Yeah. Like, she's starting to get really worried that she actually is going to marry this man because he's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> which is a bummer you know (laughs) i think would be great if humpty weren't right if she'd never met humpty yeah if she'd never fallen in love then sure the heart wants what the heart wants true um and that night humpty does not meet up with kavya's dad and instead kavya's mom sits with her dad Mm -hmm. and tells him that humpty is a good honest boy just like he is and it was Mm -hmm. um and then grandma joins in yep and both women berate Hot Dad for <laughs> trying to control Kavya's life. Yeah. They're like, you can't do this for her, even though, you know, you wish you could turn back time and do this yeah. for your eldest daughter. And you daughter. have no way of knowing that she's going to be happy right. in this other marriage you've chosen for her. Yes. Um, and on the date, Kavya is being stared at by some drunk men. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, like, those guys are being lewd. And Angud's like, just ignore them. And she gets frustrated with him for not doing something. Which, I am kind of like, what do you want him to do? I I find this whole thing really interesting. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't think she should want him to go and beat up the guys. Uh, But I also, I didn't appreciate him just being like, ignore them when she doesn't feel safe. And I was like, real simple solution, swap seats. Oh, yeah. You just get up and go and sit where (laughs) she's sitting. So you're facing the dudes. Her back's to the dudes. Like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Much easier for her to ignore them and for you to just be like, look, I'm a huge guy. (laughs) He's massive. That was another thought I had. I was like, why are these bros choosing this woman to pick on when her companion is massive and extremely muscular? Like, you could literally see the definition of every muscle (laughs) through his shirt. Like, um, men who disrespect women in this way, like, clearly have respect for who they see as being, like, alpha males. And so, like, why are they... Yeah, this guy is... (laughs) Yeah, this guy's an alpha male. Yeah, I mean he's not. He's but not, but he they like would one. think he is. Just from yeah, yeah, it's very strange. But Kavya ends up calling Humpty. Mm-hmm. So Humpty and his friends end up getting in the car and driving to this restaurant, where things are just about to pop off. Mm-hmm. Like the guys have come over to the table. Angora stood up. He's a solid like eight inches yeah. taller <laughs> than this guy who's facing off against him. And then they kind of just launch into a fight where the sleazy boys are all getting beaten up by Humpty and his friends. And Kavi's father is clearly, like, very upset by this. And he tells Humpty to leave the next morning Mm -hmm. and not show his face again. And this, I I feel like this hit me later, like, in the next scene or two. But I do understand him being worried about this show of violence and being like, I don't want a violent man like this to be with my daughter. But I do find it interesting that on the other hand, he's okay with his his son right. beating up Humpty and his friends repeatedly. Yeah, and I think some, and someone brings that up later in, in the movie. Someone I calls think Humpty, yeah. Yeah, but I, al- I also thought it was interesting that Kavya was mad at Humpty because what, what did she, what did she right. want him to do other than to yeah. come and, because... It does. It seems weird that she would have told him what was happening if she didn't want him to come and like right do the give this show of force. I feel like she didn't think it through. No, 
she reacted, he came, and then as a result, their relationship was kind of, like, screwed. Right. And then she was mad at him for doing the action that ended it. But I'm like, but you did this, too. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it all is a bummer. It is a bummer. bummer. Yep. People made bad choices. Yes. Um, And the next morning, when Humpty's preparing to leave, Kavya is missing. Mm Mm-hmm. And her sister actually accuses Humpty of planning to run away with her. And he's like, I literally had nothing to do with this. And he immediately leaps into action to try to find her. Yeah. Uh, Humpty ends up finding Kavya at the train station because she wants to elope with him. Mm-hmm. I did have the thought, okay, if you want to elope with him, it's probably best to tell him. Right. <laughs> Clue him in. <laughs> yeah. Let him know he should also go yeah. to the train station. <laughs> Um, but he fights with her on this because kind of the, well, it's the exact same conversation that's had in DDLJ Mm -hmm. where he's like, this isn't the way, we'll figure something out. Yep. And he convinces her to get off the train. Mm -hmm. So then everyone arrives at the train platform and Kavya's dad sees Kavya and Humpty standing together and he immediately slaps Humpty and calls him a scoundrel Mm -hmm. for trying to elope. Yeah. And Humpty points out the obvious, which is like, if we were trying to elope, we would have been on that train. Yep. But no, we're here. We're waiting for you. (laughs) What about this? (laughs) This seems like an elopement. Um, Then Humpty pulls Kavya's dad aside to talk. Mm -hmm. And he talks about how perfect Angud is, but also how much he loves Kavya and how he'll care for her and protect her her entire life. Mm-hmm. And he also has a really nice message about how love isn't perfect. Yeah. And like the partners we choose for ourselves aren't going to be perfect, but they could be the right match for us without being perfect human beings. Exactly. Yes. Uh and with that, Humpty and his friends leave. Mhm. I was like that's a power move yeah. too. Yeah. Just like I'm not even going to stick around for more conversation. I've said my piece. Um and the day of Kavya's wedding, her father asks her why she's wearing the locally made skirt instead of the designer skirt that she'd fussed about for months. And she says that the locally made skirt suits her better. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she was kind of talking in a veiled way yep. here, but then she just straight up is like, <laughs> I, I would rather trade in my designer husband for a local one. Yeah, yeah. And then back in Delhi... Humpty sees that Kavya's Facebook status has changed to married, mm-hmm. and he starts to cry. Uh, yeah. And his crying was really well done. It was very convincing crying, yeah. It was like yeah. like big hysterical sobs. Right, which is what you would feel yeah. if you were like, well, the love of my life is gone forever, I guess. Yeah. And then I like that you actually even then see him go into the phase of like calming himself down yeah. where he's like taking breaths and breathing out. And all of us who have had those kinds of cries. Yeah. It felt very <laughs> authentic and it. also like, yeah. you know, not the sort of like beautiful crying that we often, no. you often get. It was just sort of like, no, I'm ugly crying because I'm real sad. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, I appreciate that about Bollywood in general. Mm-hmm. Like, they're never afraid to be like, my eyes are super bloodshot. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but even, it's bad. But even then, I, we don't often get, like, the racking sobs that we no, get that's here. True. Yeah, so that's I, true. I really appreciated that. It was a good cry. Um, but then his phone is snatched out of his hand, and it's Kavya's dad. Uh-huh. And first he slaps Humpty. 
<laughs> but then they hug. Uh, and then he's like, go on, live your life. And Humpty takes off running. Mm-hmm. And Humpty ends up finding the wedding party, including including Kavya on a big party bus mm-hmm. that presumably they all took <laughs> from Ambala <laughs> to Delhi. And then she does the Shah Rukh Khan arm move mm-hmm. and quotes a few lines of Cooch Cooch Hotehe. Yep. But quickly forgets how it goes so she's like all right well that was enough um and she's like get on up here so humpty joins her on the bus and they profess their love and they hug and it's all wonderful yay and then we get the credits yeah and our final dance number saturday saturday (laughs) yep and for some unknown reason humpty's tattooed yeah yeah, he's got the tattoo, and he's on a tank. That says Humptiness on it. I didn't see what it said. That's very silly. <laughs> Humptiness. Yeah, it says Humptiness. I will say, his hair is also slicked back. Uh-huh. I'm like, that's kind of fun. I kind of like that. Sure, yeah. Why not? Not all the time. Not all the time. Um, but, yeah. but yes. The, I, I do think the ending with Kuch Kuch Hotehe is really interesting, um, yeah, when this is like a, a DDLJ, DDLJ film. Movie. And I was like, okay, so like, because they're even playing the Cooch Cooch Hotehe theme, right. and I was like, could they not get the rights to, <laughs> to, <laughs> to the to DDLJ a song from DDLJ? And, but like, they were able to use a clip of it. Right. And then I also think it's funny, and I get what they were doing with the her like forgetting the lines thing, but the part of that line that she forgot is that you only love once, and I'm like, isn't that why you're here for love? Isn't that why you picked this quote? I'm not on yeah. board. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. But other than it that, I loved confusing. everything about this movie. <laughs> me too. Me too. Uh, oh, it's good though. Yeah, it is a good song, and I definitely don't mind hearing it again. I, I'm really happy we rewatched it because I would never have rewatched it on my own. Yeah. And now that is definitely a film that I will reach for. Yeah. In the future. It's a good, like, yeah. comfort rom com kind of a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, yeah. I, uh, research. I did do research for this week and I did look into. Uh, some good old-fashioned stats about India's wedding industry. Oh, right. You told me you were going to do this. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, and I thought, you know, this is a good movie to do it with, you know, weddings yeah. a big theme and costs of weddings are also a for big sure. theme. So I've been kind of curious about this for a long time, and especially with, like, movies like Yejavani Heydewani, where people, like, go all out for their weddings, and just how elaborate and huge and multi-day and hundreds of people, um, kind of curious about some of the details that go along with that. Mm -hmm. And the numbers that I'm about to share are based on the people who live in India getting married. So when I say Indian people, I'm not referring to NRIs or anyone outside of India who identifies ethnically as Indian getting married. So first off, apparently wedding season in India spans from November to February. People are getting married year round, but that's Mm. when that's when a lot of weddings are happening. Yes. And so a lot of the articles that I am referencing were reflecting on this most recent wedding season. So November 2022 through Mm. 2023, not where we currently are in time. Right. So this was really the first big wedding season in a post-COVID world. This is like the Mm. real like bounce back 
According to The Economist, all totaled Indians spend about 130 billion U.S. dollars annually on weddings, making the industry the fourth largest in the country, just behind energy, banking, and insurance. Wow. Yeah. Of their 1.4 billion person population, there's upwards of 600 million unmarried people, 100 million people actively seeking marriage. I'm not exactly sure how that's defined, but that's what they right. they said. Um, with an average of between 11 and 13 million weddings taking place annually. That's 30,000 to 36,000 weddings every day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> According to Timothy Chi, the global chief executive of the wedding planning website The Knot Worldwide, one in every four weddings worldwide happens in India. So like 25% of all one the weddings in, in the world happen, happen in, in India <laughs> or happen between it happened with an Indian couple. Right. You know what? That's actually really helpful because I was thinking I was like, oh, I have no sense of context in terms of like what are the numbers in the U.S.? Wow. <laughs> but that right there kind of gives you a sense. That does help, yes. That, yeah. yeah. Puts, it puts it on the scale. Now, for reference for those of us who are more familiar with the U.S., we've got a population of 332 million people, and 2 million weddings happen annually, or about 5,000 weddings every day. So... Numbers-wise, it's a huge difference. Percentage-wise, like percentage of our population, actually yeah. actually fairly similar. Fairly similar, yeah. Um, so from November to December of last year of 2022, 3.2 million Indian weddings were scheduled to take place in just that one month span of time. This generated 3.75 trillion rupees in business, or oh. around $45 billion USD. Oh my god! And this was up from, in 2019, the same one-month period of time, 2.5 trillion rupees, or $31 billion US dollars. So more than $10 billion US dollars in increase between, from 2019, the pre-COVID world, to 2023, yeah. the post-COVID world. Wow. And most of these weddings, in terms of like single wedding cost, fell in a range of $3,600 to $122,000 US dollars. It's a huge range. Yeah. So, part of the reason for the increase is mm -hmm. partially this is due to inflation. But this is also due to COVID and a post-COVID world where couples are wanting to spend more extravagantly because they haven't been able to have these kinds of celebrations in, in a long time. Um, so taking mm -hmm. advantage of that opportunity. And so it's possible we may see those numbers dip back down in coming years, but it is predicted that the current levels of spending are going to continue through this wedding season and into 2024. Oof. And we're also seeing this increase, too, because India's population is fairly young. They're one of the youngest countries in the world in terms of, you know, age of population. Um, uh -huh. The median age in India is 28. 50% of the population is younger than 25. And 65% is younger than 35. More people are then in or approaching the average age for a group to at least have their first wedding. Yeah. There also is a trend towards weddings having fewer guests, but people spending more on the wedding to enhance the guest experience. Mm. So Timothy Chi, again from the Knot website, says that the average Indian wedding planned on their platform on the Knot 
has a guest list of around 250 people, where previously, pre-COVID, it was between 350 and 400 people. So when we say that the weddings are getting smaller, we mean that (laughs) they're going... Relatively, yes. (laughs) Whereas in the U.S., that would be a massive... That'd be a huge wedding, yeah. Right. Um, But the budgets are staying the same or actually increasing for these weddings, Mm. meaning that there are more of these destination weddings or these weddings happening at fancy resorts, so the cost is greater per guest. And Katan Savant, who also works for The Knot, says that the focus has also shifted from just general extravagance and showing off like, ooh, look how much money we spent, towards Mm -hmm. planning details at a micro level and catering to the guests' individual needs, like making sure everybody's dietary needs are met Mm. and making sure that all of their luggage is getting delivered from the airport to the hotel, like all these little details to make it convenient for their guests as opposed to this like big extravagance that the guests are coming to which I appreciate I do too yeah it it feels like then you're actually focusing on the people who are there to celebrate with you rather than the appearance of status yes exactly yeah I think that's if you're going to spend your money you might as well spend it on the people you love having a having Mm -hmm. a good comfortable time Um, and remember we have to remember too like when we say catering to dietary needs like in the U.S. we think of like the one meal that you're offering your guests at your wedding but this is this is over multiple days yeah Yeah, so they really have to be careful with stuff like that. Now, just like with much of what we have talked about in our research over this past year, we have to consider where this data is coming from because couples Mm -hmm. using the knot are more likely to be urban, you know, live in urban settings, less likely to be from rural communities. And we also know that the majority of Indians live in rural communities. So these numbers are skewed by a few extravagant people and may not be as reflecting of the more economically conservative many throughout the rest of the Mm. country. Um, And that's why that earlier range that I mentioned of like $3,000 to $120,000, that's why that range is so large. Um, yeah, because there's you know people on either end of that spectrum every day planning weddings, but that range does get much bigger. There's a a, a lot going on past that 120,000 U.S. dollars. Um, the Economic Times reports that a two-day destination wedding at a top-tier location for 200 guests in India would be between 360,000 U.S. dollars and 600,000 U.S. dollars. Oh, okay. Yep. For you said a two day. Uh, yeah, two day destination wedding for two hundred guests. Yeah. Okay. Um, or sorry, that's not a destination wedding. That's a like you're in India. Within you're going India. to a resort yeah. in India. So I guess it is a destination, but it's like you're still in your country. Within, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, destination weddings, though. Uh, so like you know, if we're looking at one hundred and fifty to two hundred people, they can cost anywhere from one hundred and twenty thousand U.S. dollars to one hundred and eighty thousand. US dollars, but that is just the per guest expenses that you would pay like to the venue. This doesn't mm. include the travel expenses of the people who are actually coming to the wedding or the money that the couple and their families would be spending on the couple's clothing, on jewelry, on right. all of those accoutrements. So Oof. so the, the you can see how that numbers can really start to rack up quickly yeah (laughs) especially if we're thinking of spending six thousand us dollars on a single skirt (laughs) 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> Obviously, like we don't we don't judge anybody who wants to spend this kind no. of money on a wedding. Like if you have that kind of money and Good that's what you. you want to spend it on, like fabulous, please, please yeah. more power to you. And it's definitely a status symbol that exists in the U.S. too. And I think it's Mm -hmm. only been in very recent years that, like, you know, a small population of marriageable-aged people in the U.S. have started to pause and think, like, okay, well, I need to choose what I'm going to spend my money on. And it's not even necessarily I don't want a big wedding, but it's I can't afford to have a big wedding and also buy a house, um, right, right. So it's it's becoming a choice thing in, in the U.S., which mm-hmm. is why I think we are, have more people who are trying to plan smaller weddings in the U.S. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, that that's what I Oof. learned this week. <laughs> Thank you. That was fun. Yeah. Um, and I actually was just sitting here thinking that I, I think I, I can't remember if it's a wedding, but I'm pretty sure that in fan mm-hmm. uh, in our movie for next week. <laughs> We do see some sort of super extravagant destination party Mm. where not only is like the location expensive and the food and the travel and everything, but usually then there's entertainment. Yeah. Yep. At like super famous actors. Like I'm pretty sure I don't think I'm making this up, but don't you kind of remember a few years ago, like Beyonce was hired for some like, Indian billionaires like daughters wedding I wouldn't, or something. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean the articles that I was reading were talking about people paying for musicians, famous chefs to come and prepare, you know, the meals for everybody. Yeah. Like yeah, huge hugeness. I mean, I'm sorry. How do you get Beyonce? <laughs> you have a lot of money. <laughs> oh, the the daughter whose like wedding it was was a member of Priyanka Chopra's bridal party. Oh. And Priyanka and Nick were in attendance. Excellent. At this Beyonce concert. <laughs> anyway, let me just see if how much how much does she get paid? Oh, we think it was at uh, $2 million. Wow. Okay. That's actually Which less actually... than I was expecting. <laughs> me too. I was like, well, that's affordable. <laughs> Maybe she, like, happened to be in the area. Maybe it was the same time that she was shooting that, like, what, was it Coldplay? The Coldplay. Whose music video she I was think in? this was more recent. I oh, think okay. this was within the last five years. Good for you. If you can get Beyonce <laughs> to perform at your, at wedding. your wedding, yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. If you have the Sign. option, take it. <laughs> Sign up. Anyway, um, fascinating stuff. Yeah, big, big, uh, lots of money. I do. I do love weddings. I do so. love a good wedding too. Great. Uh, do you have any Bollywood news? Uh, I was just gonna say how fun it ha- was to see like all of our our fave celebs post about. Uh, Diwali this yes. past week. Uh, you know, I think it's too late for us to wish people a happy Diwali, but happy, <laughs> a belated happy Diwali to everyone who celebrates. Yes. And also, uh, I got excited today to see a post about from Ranveer and Deepika that 10 years of Ram yeah. Leela. Um, right. Is, and that's a big deal because that's the movie set where they met and fell in love. I know. I like that the post was like, 10 years ago in the movie that like changed our lives mm-hmm. like in more ways than one yeah <laughs> so cute and i have yet to watch it yeah but i was looking at like the pictures and i thought i should do it it's a it's a it's a really good movie it's visually stunning it's very sad though. well it is sad yes it is romeo and juliet anyway 
it's I already know how it ends, yeah, right? We'll so. <laughs> we'll find a good time to watch it for sure. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. But that's it. Okay. Um pluggables. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. Uh, you can like our stuff, follow us. Yeah. Like I said. Um <laughs> Also, yeah, feel free to DM us on Instagram if you want to reach out. As we've said previously, we do love to hear from you. Also, if you'd like to subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, Mm -hmm. that is always fantastic. Um, You can also leave a rating or review. Yay! So. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, thank you for doing that if you have, and thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks, as always, and uh, follow us also on YouTube and Spotify, where we keep our Bollywood bangers playlists, uh, and we add the songs that we love from the movies that we also love, and... Those you can find in our episode descriptions as well as in our posts on Instagram on Tuesdays. Yes. Yes. <laughs> our next movie uh-huh. is going back to a Shah Rukh Khan-centered thing. <laughs> yep. We are going to be watching Fan. Yes. Which came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. It is a movie that I have seen once before, and it's kind of dark yeah. and kind of creepy and kind of fascinating. Yeah. And I think it's a really good look at a fictional, but also kind of true to life, um, like Shah Rukh Khan's life. Yeah. I, I haven't yeah. seen this movie, so I'm really excited to see it for the first time because I, yeah, I remember hearing from you that it was very disturbing and intriguing and yeah, yeah, I think it's, it seems like it was an interesting choice for, for him, for Shah Rukh to explore as an actor. Yeah. And I think I, again, you know, I think we found ourselves revisiting our initial opinions mm-hmm. on several films so i'm interested to see how i feel about it now yeah but yeah it i think it's it's interesting regardless yeah to think about like wow Shah Rukh literally moves through the world in a way similar to the character he plays in this movie right but yeah yeah uh so imdb reads uh gorov's world revolves around the superstar Ariane Khanna. What happens when his passion turns into a dangerous obsession that crosses the fine line? Oh, that was a question. What happens when his passion <laughs> turns into? Um, I interest. I like that the uh, the superstar's name is Ariane Kana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his <laughs> feels name. like an intentional nod there. Also, I I don't know that I mentioned this, but but Shah Rukh Khan plays both parts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and it's available on Amazon Prime. It's just spelled F A N fan. <laughs> and the Amazon Prime synopsis is very very similar. Okay. It's just Fan is the story of Gaurav, a young man, 20 something, whose world revolves around the mega movie star Aryan Khanna or God as he refers to him. When things don't go according to plan, Gaurav's love and passion for his god turns into a dangerous obsession that crosses the fine line. Mm. Now, yeah, whenever you're referring to a human as god, it's mm. it's, it's a problem. I do yeah. 
I do wonder at uh, Shah Rukh playing a man in his mid twenties uh, in twenty sixteen. Yeah, so that's a good question. So they, I think, one of like the big things of this movie was the CGI. Oh, okay. Because they edit his face. Oh, interesting. Not just to make it younger, but also to like. There's a little bit of uncanny valley that's going to happen, okay. um, which feels important to mention, where you're, you're looking at it and you're just like, uh. he kind of looks like the superstar. Yeah. Ariana I figured Kana, that but that not would exactly. be a, a, a big part of it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so I think that's how they were able to fix that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm enthusiastic to see this for the first time and, and for us to chat about it next week. Yeah, yeah, I think it's an interesting choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Until next time, remember, Bollywood doesn't need us, but we need Bollywood. Ooh.